What's up, y'all? I'm your host, Sensei NK, and y'all listen to Sense Inc. Woo! I know I've been gone for a bit. This is my dude here. Yeah, Joe Mason. What's your ass? At Joe.Mason3 at Instagram, you know? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Loden 3 m at Twitter. Correct, correct, yeah. correct, correct. Yeah. Alright, so today, 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 we are talking about religions. Oh, before we start, double tap, like, share, comment, subscribe, subscribe, do all that, do all that mumbo jumbo. Okay, why do you believe? Wait, what are you? What is your? What do you believe in first? Um, so I'm I'm Christian. You know, I go to a Christian church, and I come from a Christian background. So yeah, that's how I'm Christian. Okay, okay. Why do you believe that? Why do you believe what you believe? Uh, why do I believe what I believe? Uh, just like from my encounters with Christ Himself. So I've had like you know a lot of things that just happened to me, and you know just the way how things turned out. I feel like it can't be like you know natural, like you know it's like just like this has been so many like encounters in my life where there's been like multiple different things that's happened, and, you know. And just uh, obstacles that I've climbed over, and I know I haven't been able to do it by myself. It has to have been some other force, you know, that's had to do that for me. So, damn, good yeah. answer, good answer. Yeah. But okay, okay. So people say that it's it, there's more science. That it's just the science. It shouldn't be. There's no like actual like God, right? How yeah. how do you feel about that? Like, I, how I feel about the whole science thing? Yeah. I feel like people are trying to. I feel like people try to separate God from science when I feel like it should be the opposite. Like, wait, like, maybe, like, you know, that's how God is working, like, through science. Maybe, like, it could be something closer. So, like, I don't have, like, a, like, like on-point answer to that, but, like, I feel like everybody, like, tries to separate God from science, you know? And what if, you know? That's you know? Yeah. So. But speaking on your experience, what do you, what do you mean by it's been, like, a long road coming? Uh, like, just, like, Bro, uh, so basically, uh, many many people don't know this, but like my family, like my nickname for a very long time when I was young, they, they called me Miracle, and some people still call me Miracle to this day. But like, uh, yeah, I know, but like, so they call me Miracle, and the re- reason being is uh, when, when like my mom was pregnant with me, or uh, what well, when she was you know um, delivering you know and stuff, she had complications. Like, well, when I came out, basically my umbilical cord that's supposed to be connected to me and my mom. It was it, it was around my neck. Yeah, I know. What you're it was around my neck, and it was not connected. So everybody's wondering how is this, how is this baby eating? How is this baby breathing? You know, how is he getting food and stuff like that? And you know, like this is just from the beginning, bro. That just has to be God or some like other force, because you know, most people would, like most babies would just die. You know, I could have just been another statistic, but you know, God spared my life. That's how I see it. Yeah, so that's just one instant. Where God showed up in my life. Okay. Shit, I feel it. I feel yeah. it. I feel it. Well, I kind of have like a dirty same scenario. Yeah. So, on my comment app, I wrote about um me like like the birth like my own birth too. Yeah. Because like when I was born, my mom called my mom. I was blue. I was a blue kid. Wow. I was just like because I couldn't breathe for some reason. Yeah. So they turned on like the light. Like when okay back in Africa. There's like a huge light mm-hmm. ceiling. They turned on and they just pulled it on full blast, mm-hmm. like hot as like just hot as hell. So they tried like trying to like burn me, saw like gasp off for air. Yeah, still didn't work. 
So they started like beating me because you know black people just love to beat kids. Yeah, for wow. Some reason. <laughs> and then yeah, it was just, just just whooping like a whooping. And then and then like my mom, the way that they got me to breathe, my mom came and just she gave me like a big hug and then like well, guys going into the air. That's crazy. I just started to breathe. I guess that's, that's crazy. So that's that's well that's where that's kind of where my faith comes from. Yeah. But like. As I've grown older, yeah, I feel like not that there isn't a God, mm-hmm. but God doesn't care as much as people like try to make it seem out like He does. That He doesn't care for us humans. I feel like He cares, but not to the extent. Why? Why do you think He doesn't care to that extent? Because, because like I believe in aliens. Mm-hmm. I believe in like other like other things. Mm. So you believe in aliens? Tell me more about that. It's it's obnoxious to think that out of all the planets God made and the solar systems and galaxies, yeah, galaxies dude, were the only were ones. The only ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do feel you. That is obnoxious to think. Yeah, so so I feel like like he created like like all things like um like an app like a project, mm-hmm. kind of like a school project. Where he made us, and then he like put us on the side and let us just breathe, let us breathe. Yeah. But he's not like actually still like looking at us though. Mm. But I feel like we do each got our own like little angel on on our side. On, on your side, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good to think, man. But like, yeah, for me, I just this is just like something that like, and I've also like came to like this, like last year I really struggled with like you know trying to figure out like this whole religion stuff. That's when I was just like you know going into like you know the you know all the like different you know. Different What's the, types? Yeah, different types. Or not, just like different speculations, you know, about like God and stuff like that. And I'm like, what if there's no God and blah, blah, blah. Like, I, like, I was just going through like the motion and thinking of like, am I only believing in God or like because my parents, right? Yeah. And so that's what like, that's like, that's just like what I want to bring out to other people that are trying to like go through like this road or trying to find like, you know, their religion. Don't like, don't just believe in something because that's where you're, you're that, that's where you're, yeah, that's where you grew up in, so that's what I had, to, like, I just, like, what I would say, like, you have to figure out God for yourself, so what I started doing is just, you know, going out of my way to, like, you know, start to read the scriptures, start to, like, try to pay attention more, um, you know, by myself, because, like, even in the church nowadays, like, um, it's more about uplifting people more than, than teaching them, you know what I mean, so, like, they're uplifting people, telling them stuff, you know, to make them, like, you know, feel better, you know, like, God oh, is gonna do this for they're you. Dis- they're distracting them from the from what is happening I, would, I wouldn't even life. say I wouldn't even say distracting them necessarily but like I feel like you know they're just talking to them about their real life day to day problems and telling them like you know God can help you do that God can push you through that you know if you trust in God God can do this for you instead of really teaching the word you know like you know why they should believe in God but I understand that because maybe people are already like people are already made up their minds that they're believing in that religion so there's no point but like for as a kid like me we're in the church like they don't really like direct like the message to you necessarily they don't direct the message necessarily to you but like they're just trying to uplift the older people so i'm just here in church like bored so that's where you see most kids on their phones you know not really paying attention to that and as they grow older they started to lose their faith in, in, in christ you know step, step they started to step away so like that's what i'm saying for most of the kids of our age i mean like we're on our phones all the time just like you know go on the internet like you know look up like verses and stuff try to just like you know dial yourself in and try to like learn know god for yourself try to read the bible try to pray and stuff you know just try to do stuff by your own so you know that, that's that's what that's how that's, that's how i feel it so that's why i had to start doing to actually start believing in christianity and just know god for myself 
yeah. And don't get me wrong, too. Like, Christianity, like, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Like, there's a lot of things that about Christianity that's, like, that's fluky. Like, Christ wasn't born on Christmas. Like, <laughs> Christmas, is, Christmas is a pagan holiday. Like, you know, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Easter is, is fluky, too. Like, there's just a oh, lot of wait, stuff. What do you mean? Easter is fluky because it's, um... It's, like, basically um, talking about, like, um, what's it called? What's her name? I, I can't remember the lady's name, but, like, she's a, another goddess. Another goddess that, they, like, they celebrate that day. A sex a sex goddess, bro, basically. And, like, her eggs, you know, you know, the little Easter bunny eggs, you know, that's, you know, just, like, you know, talking about, like, her eggs, you know? So, um, there's a lot more stuff about it, too. Yeah, it's just a lot more stuff. Uh, but, like, you know... Every religion is not perfect, but you just, like I said, you just got to understand God and know God for yourself, so. Have you looked into other religions? Um, a little bit of uh, Islam, yeah, I, I talked to, like, I, I've had a conversation. I'm pretty sure you were there that yeah. day. So, like, you know, I looked into Islam and stuff, and I feel like, you know, they have some things that's right about them, too. They believe that, you know, that the chosen people are us, the black people, more, you know, the Hebrews, as they like to call, uh, call them, or Israelites and stuff like that, so. Uh, you know, like to each their own, you know. But I just feel like, you know, I believe that Christ died, you know, on the cross for our our sins, and ultimately that's like that's the main the front bulk. of Christian. Yeah, that's the bulk of Christianity. So that's just what differentiates um, us from the uh, Islamic people, you know. Yeah. But okay. Did you look into a Jewish religion? Jewish religion? Uh, not so much. Not so much. You know, but like uh. It's kind of like, I feel like, I feel like it's kind of the same. They just, like, they believe that, you know, they're the chosen people, too. So, but I haven't really just looked into the religion like that. So, what I'm hearing is basically, like, it's all the same thing. In a sense, bro. In a sense, but, like, in a sense, but, like, like I'm saying, like, they just have different, you know, practices. It, like, for us, the reason why we, like, for Islamic and Christianity is really similar. It's really similar. But, like, basically... Oh what? wait, hold on, hold on. To cut you off, yeah. but this is about the Ab- the three Abrahamic religions. Yeah. So when y'all know. Yeah. Okay. So like. Back to what you're saying. Um. Yeah. Basically, they're very similar, but like for Islamic, they are Jesus Christ for us Christians is their prophet Muhammad. In a sense, you know. Okay. In a sense, you know. So like that, he's up there, and they they just believe that they still they still like believe that Jesus was a, like Jesus Christ was a real person, but they just believe that he was a prophet, and he didn't really you know die and you know he resurrect. Wasn't as important. Yeah, as, as important. Yeah. You think it is, so. Yeah. So that's what it is, you know. And then Jewish, I don't know. Like I just really haven't like really looked into them like that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like since it's such like a smaller religion, people yeah. don't really like notice about it because there's only like i think a few million yeah there's only, yeah, there's only a few million uh on the other hand with like islam and like christianity there's like there's a few billion yeah so yeah that's yeah it's, it's very big so yeah but i feel like we're all wrong we're all just capping really everyone is capping <laughs> i feel like we're all just capping yeah because like Back to back to what I was saying. I feel like even if I don't think like he would care and God would care enough for us to kill each other over such beliefs. What, wait, what do you mean? What do like, you mean? Okay. I feel like God. If there is, if there is a God, yeah. I feel like he's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? You're all my kids. Shut the fuck up. All y'all shut the fuck up. Instead of like 
actively going against people like in the like in the media there there was uh there was basically like a ban on muslim people mm-hmm. one and the holocaust two yeah kicking people out of their own homes three and things things like that so yeah but like like so are you saying like god doesn't care because he's not showing up and stopping these things from happening or no i feel like okay god can't do that that's what makes him god he's not allowed to like like change yeah change he gives us free will yeah when after adam and eve ate the apple you know in the bible we've gotten free will to do whatever we want and we know good from evil we get to choose in between and you know a lot of people decide to do a lot of evil things in the world but there's some people that do some good too there's a lot of people that do good so i mean those things you know there's evilness and there's goodness in there so yeah Welcome back from the little the little ad break. The little ad break. But yeah, back to what we saying. Free will. Mm-hmm. Free will? Is it really free? <laughs> yeah. You have free will to do whatever you want. It's free will, but just know there'll be consequences for every you know action that we make, but there's we have free will to do whatever we want. Okay, so we have free will to do what we want. But we also have the free will to get the consequence yeah, from whatever exactly, exactly. we do. So it's free will. You still get to do whatever you wanted to do. Like, if God, like obviously I won't. But like, if I wanted to like go shoot up a building, like I could do it. But like, I, I could, that's my free will. I could still do that. But like, I would have to live up with the consequences. Okay. You know, like you know, that's fair. That's fair. But since since they say that everything is written down, like God has this ginormous book of everything we will do. Everything we want to do. Yeah, he knows. He that. knows what we're gonna do, like before we do it. And he, he just... so, how is that free will? What do you mean? We, we're still making that executive decision to do it. God just already knows because he's God and he knows everything. He knows everything. Okay, so he's just sad. He's gonna be sad for the beginning, then. That because he knows we're just gonna just continue to just throw sin and just throw more sin. No. Not necessarily. Well, I mean, he's not everybody's. I mean, like, obviously, people are going to sin. We're sinners. That's what we're going to do. But it's about you trying to, you know, reconcile with God and, like, ask for forgiveness, you know, and repent. That's that's all it is. So he knows. He knows. But, like, I don't know what I'm going to do, like, in the next couple hours. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay, okay. God knows. God knows, I don't. you don't. I okay. don't know. That's fair. That's, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Alright, so like basically how I started like my faith in God, like, you know, um my mom, she's been like, you know, she's been a very like like she's really like a church person, you know. She she I, I grew up in the church, you know, and she's prayed for me like she prayed for me before like while she was pregnant with me and stuff like that. So I, I grew up in the church, I go to church with her all the time. She used to sing in the church. She's a singer in the church, so oh, is that where your love yeah. for drumming? Yeah, so like my my love for music just started coming from there. Like she would take me to all the practices and stuff and then you know drumming was just something I used to like to do so I'd go behind the drums my mom bought me my first red drum set shortly after that and then um you know I just started you know just started practicing I'd go to church like when we went to church she would bring my drum set I'd play 
and like she said like I wasn't like she said I wasn't like you know like a, like a regular child where like I just make a lot of noise to be obnoxious <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. exactly so she said it was never like that cause you know especially like with my community like, like Liberian community you wouldn't play that you know so um like she said like when, when they're practicing like I play when people are playing as soon as they stop I stop and like you know I feel like that's fascinating to me cause you know like that's just crazy for kids you know to like you know pick up stuff like that so like I feel like it's just meant to be so like I, I, I started playing drums from like you know in the church so like I'm I'm just prog- I'm just progressing everything I'm doing is in the church so I just became like you know I'm always in the church you know so that's all I ever knew so like my faith just grew like that you know and then you know God just blessed me like you know I've been able to play at churches of people flown me out to different states to go play in, in churches for them so you know like you know that's just how I just you know wait tell me about the process of like drumming the process of drumming yeah so basically it, it started yeah that's like to i explained a little bit like it started when i was three i started playing when i was three so my mom bought my first red drum set i started practicing in the church you know and you know you know a lot like a lot of people wouldn't like really like you know encourage me there's a, like a select few pe- people that would encourage me you know and like you know motivate me to like you know keep on like you know playing and practicing and stuff so uh by the time i was like seven or eight I started playing at a church over in Brooklyn Center called... Wait, you're not the traditional, like, with Catholic... Like, what is Christianism? Catholicism? Uh, I'm not Catholic. I'm Christian. I'm okay, Pentecostal. Pen- there it is. Okay, yeah. so you're more on the black side. Yeah, more pe- uh, yeah, yeah, more black side. Kind of like Lutheran, Pentecostal, you know, they're closer. So, oh, wow. yeah, so I went to a Pentecostal church, you know, so... Um, and it's mostly Liberians, so... It was my Liberians and Americans and stuff like that, so... Uh, by the time I was seven or eight, I started playing at a church called Hallelujah Sanctuary. Um, that was the first church that really, you know, accepted me. And like, you know, like, like, like they looked like, despite my height or like my age <laughs> or whatever. Cause like, you know, most like most of the time, like, you know, and like I feel like it's like in a lot of African communities, like they don't really like bring up children like you know when they want to do like certain things like you know sports yeah like sports and stuff like that and like just music in general so like when i came just like who's this little kid like you know who's this little kid like you know trying to play the drums and stuff and they didn't really not too many people believed in me but my mom always like pushed and vouched for me you know so like when i was seven or eight i started playing um i started playing in the church at hallelujah sanctuary and then i just started like you know i'm playing every sunday so i'm getting better i'm getting better so it's kind of like it's kind of like the grind with basketball. Yeah, man. the grind like it's like you know like it's the same thing with everything, bro. Day on every day. yeah, like so you just gotta practice and just keep you on working. You gotta be trash before you gotta be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, I was not no trash though. I, 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 I had some <laughs> rhythm, you know. I always had some rhythm. So uh, yeah, so I grew upon that, and then um, I remember when I was seven or eight, uh, a guy named Sunny Badu. He's a gospel artist. Um, he's from Ghana. He came to he came to my church, and they saw me play. And like he just took me under his arm, and I like something about dude like a very big, he's multi-millionaire artist, you know. So he came to that church, you know, for a revival, and, uh, and he saw me, and he just took me under his wing. Hey, what's a revival? Uh, revival is like a like a, a long, day, like a three-day or like a long church service. So like we have it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or something like that, where like you just come to church, and, you know, just pray, you know, just it's a revival. That's what a revival is, you know. So. We had one of those, and he came, and he just, like, you know, he saw the talent in me, he saw the spark in me, and then, like, you know, he just, like, he was just one of the first people to tell me, like, to keep on, like, you know, keep on keep perfecting on. my craft, you know, and, like, you know, for, for somebody like that, with that type of uh, status, you know, to, like, you know, talk to me about, you know, and, like, just, like, encourage me about my dreams and stuff, he's played with many great drummers and just great musicians, so for him to say that to me, it just is something that just made me want to work even harder, to work even harder, so, uh... 
I kept on practicing, and then by by the time I was 11, by the time I was 11, um, there's a church called Faith Chapel that my dad went to. My dad went to Faith Chapel, so my mom went to Hallelujah Sanctuary, and my dad went to Faith Chapel. And at the time, Faith Chapel was like one of like in my community. It was like I'd say it had one of the best like music, like mu- like like it had the best music for church. Like it had like it had a really good band, you know, and stuff like that. Their music was top notch. Like in my like in my Liberian community, right? Because I'm Liberian, so mm-hmm. in that community they had like one of the best, they had one of the best bands and stuff like that. Like you know they were really nice. So um, I'd go there sometimes. I'd go there sometimes to their church, and they would never let me play because their drummer was really good and stuff. But they would not really like let me play like that because you know they You're just over. They, I'm a kid, yeah, exactly. So they still <laughs> overlook me and just say like you know this like you know he's a kid like just shoot him off and stuff like that. And like sometimes I get down, but like by the time I was 11. There's there's something that went on with the with the drummer, right? I'm I'm gonna just tell it because it's a podcast. Literally, bro, it's crazy, bro. The drummer had a baby with one of the pastor's daughters. Obnoxious. Obnoxious, right? <laughs> so obnoxious. So here's little Joe. You know, I've been I've been on the sideline, you know, for the whole time, and it was like, okay, so right now we're desperate. Right now we don't have no other drummer, so we're gonna let little Joe play. Right, they're still skeptical about me, but what their their hands are tied. Their hands are tied. They cannot let that guy play. So I came, bro. I was nervous. I was telling my mom, I was like, "Man, I'm nervous." You know, I'm playing with all these great musicians, old great musicians. These these guys are all in like his 30, going to 40s and stuff. You know, and then there was one. There's one guitar player, a bass player named Uncle. Um, I used to call him Uncle B. Uh, he was one of the guys that also just you know like you know used to encourage me and just you know used to have faith in me and stuff. Where everybody else would just shy away from me. So. Um, I told my mom, I was like, mom, I'm scared. I don't know if I, if I want to do this. But she's like, you know, you know, she was like, do it. You got it and stuff. And I, I started playing for them the first Sunday. And the first Sunday I played for them, I blew them away. I blew them away. I, I played really well. So from then on out, I, I started playing for like three months, you know. And, you know, they started like they, they wanted to hire me as their drummer and stuff. So like, you know, I, I play, they paid me, you know, monthly and stuff like that. And then. After that, when the drummer came back, it was just me and him, like, subbing now. So, like, I play a couple songs, and you play a couple songs, you know. And so, that whole time now, while I'm playing with great musicians like this, I'm getting better. I'm progressing as a drummer. You know, I'm just progressing as a musician. So, I'm getting really good, really good. You know, I'm just keep on practicing. I'm keep on practicing, you know. I'm getting real good. And then, you know, you fast forward to now. I'm still playing there. And you know, there's there's there there's some things that went on with the with the other drummer. So he left now. So now I'm just the main drummer over there. But then, um, you know, it's, it's been crazy. It's been a long road. Cause from just just from playing over there, I've gained so like so much nor- notoriety. You know, a lot of people. Cause that church is a big church in the Liberian community, as I said. So and when they when a lot of people go to that church, you know, when they see me. You know, that opened a lot of more gateways for me. People wanted me to play at their concerts. People wanted me to play at their churches for different things. So I, I just been gaining notoriety. I, like, somebody flew me out to Texas to play for them, like, uh, a year or two ago. And, uh, you know, just, just think, and I've played with, I've just been wow. playing with a lot of, a lot more people. So, yeah. Um, How old were you, like 13? I'm 13. I was 13 at the time. But I was, I was 13, and they flew me out for my 13th birthday. Yeah. So I went to Houston. I went to Dallas, Texas, and I played. And I played. I played for Sunny Badu again. He was there. Um, somebody was hosting him. Somebody was hosting him at a church, and he came to minister there. And uh, they flew me out because they didn't have. A, he didn't come with his band. So I came there. I played. You know, blew a lot of people away. You know, and it's, so it's just been building up from there. And then um, as of last year, I started playing with my uncle, Uncle B. 
you know, the guy that's, you know, as he, as he saw me progress, as he saw me progress as a musician, um, uh, he just been started, like, he took me under his wing, and he started, like, showing me different people, and I started playing at a restaurant called Jamba Africa, and that's where, like, you know, just a lot of people in the Brooklyn Center area just come to, like, you know, eat, you know, and just, like, relax and have a good time, so I started playing there, and, you know, I just started gaining more notoriety, like, people started putting me on their Facebook lives and stuff like that, so, you know, all this has just been a blessing from God, you know, starting to play the piano more, too, and just other stuff, so, like, you know, it's just, like, the way how everything just turned out is just a blessing from God, you know, like, to be a teenager, you know, playing with some, like, people, like, old, old, yeah, grown folks, you know, and, you know, just getting, you know, just recognition from them, but, you know, I'm, like, what I, what I do is just, like, try to stay humble, just keep on working, just stay humble, just keep working, you know, you know, this is just, just a blessing from God to, like, you know, just even be at the position that I'm at right now, you know, because, like, not, not many kids, like, now, now these days, I feel like kids don't really care about, like, even playing music right now, but, like, I feel like it's important, because, like, music, like, it, like, you know, it soothes the mind and the soul, like, like, you listen to music almost every day. Music, Wait, what do you music, listen to? I listen to everything. I listen to J. Cole. I listen to gospel. I listen to everything. I listen to everything. I'm open to everything. I listen to SZA. I listen to everybody. So I'm open to all types of music, you know, jazz, gospel, blues, you know, fusion, anything, you know, mm-hmm. flora, urban flora. I'm, I'm open to everything. So, you know, I feel like just like, I don't know, I feel like everybody should try to at least learn a, a instrument or just learn how it works because, you know. Music is everything. Music is life when you really think about it, you know. Music is everywhere. And music has an impact on the brain, you know. It has, it has such an impact on the brain, you know. Like, you know, exactly, and it's crazy. It's like, it's, it's, it's like you know, it's crazy because, like, a lot of people are starting to make money because, like, they're, like, like thing that I'm not, like, like starting to, like, you know, like these days. Like, a lot of people are starting to make money because of, like, you know, like, the street rap or, like, you know, where they're talking about, you know, shooting, you know, all, all, you know, like, all this, like, yeah, yeah, you know, all these, all this violent stuff, but, like, it's making money, it's making revenue, so that's what everybody wants to talk about, because, you know, I guess that's what's cool nowadays, but, you know, um, money, I mean, I mean, music is just, you know, it's very important, it has a, a lot of big impact on people, so. Speaking of the money and how people take advantage of others, I know this is probably not, does this tie into it? Look, it, let it, fuck, fuck it, yeah, you know, fuck it, fuck it. Do you know how Tay K he got um, he's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serving the life. I feel yeah. like that is such like okay. <sighs> that took a hit to the game because of like I feel like the pro- not producers. What do you call people that like sign the record labels? Yeah, the record labels. They don't care. They don't care about the it's what they don't the under- people they promote. They don't understand, bro. Cause to them it's just like a, it's just like a what's it called? It's it, they do it for the image. Yeah, for the image. Like, dude, you you know what's crazy? Um, I was talking to like one of my advisors, Mr. Cobb. Okay. Mr. Cobb was telling me like in eighth grade, he like he like a lot of people wouldn't know this, but he was telling me like there's some record labels that own jails, private jails, and it makes sense, bro, cause like. They're like it's crazy. Like they're telling, like you know, they're influencing these rappers. So, oh yeah, rap about this. Rap about the drugs that you sell, about the guns that you're stealing, or all the yeah, 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 people. Yeah. And they're owning these record labels. They're owning these private jails, and then having these people go to jail, and they're just making revenue off of these people. So like, even when they're not making music. Yeah, even when they're not making music. So I mean, like, bro, it's it's crazy, bro. It's really crazy. And you know, I mean, it's the day and age that we live in. You know. Like I'm not gonna say like I like I've never banged any of those musics, but like I've never <laughs> took it like you know, 
like you know i've never took it as a lifestyle you know and some people some people do though that's that's what they don't understand like those people are role models for other people so some people think like what they're doing is cool like you know mm-hmm. some people think what they're doing is cool and you know just to like live up to that fantasy that they're living in so, some of these rappers say that and they don't even live that lifestyle like Lil Tech, we we're just talking about that. <laughs> he doesn't even live that lifestyle but people just say to be cool you know and i feel like it's crazy now that nowadays that people are preaching violence you know just saying these things you know because that's what's you know that's what's cool in the community and that's what gets people jumping these days you know mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy but i mean and you know when they preach things like that it comes back it comes that, back that yeah. energy comes that, back that, that, that energy does come back because i'm telling you music is very important and when you're listening bro you don't understand like you just listen these things that's go, going into your brain it's under like you know it's in there so like you know it's crazy it's crazy okay, truly okay. so um, do you think you would do this as a what's it called as like a like for a job uh, playing the, the drums the drumming like so, for an actual for a, career yeah career so yeah there's been people that's told me about that like uh, and like just talk to me in general like I like and like if I you know if, if I just keep on doing everything I'm doing now and just keep on like progressing and just becoming a better drummer I can actually do that for a living if God blesses me and I just meet the right people because I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to uh, I'm gonna do a concert with a guy named Isaiah Katuma from Uganda. Um, he's very popular in Uganda. He just moved over to Minnesota, and I played with him uh, last week, I believe. He has a son that's 16, sings, plays keyboard, and plays the guitar. He's amazing. Um, so I'm supposed to do a, a concert with him, you know, and I like you know I could just build more connections from the, the things like that. So. Uh, if I do, like, there's been a lot of people that told me I can, but, like, it'll be really hard because I'll be moving all this. I'll be I'll be always moving, touring and, like, always. doing stuff. So, like, like it'd be hard to have a family and stuff like that. But, you know, bro, I'm just, like, you know, I'm still young. I'm just waiting for it. Like, if it happens, it happens. You know, I, like, it'll be a blessing from God if I could just do what I love as a living every day. You know, that'd be amazing. So, yeah. I, if it does happen, <laughs> I'll, I'll be excited, man. Head over so, here. So you don't care about, like, uh, like, would you drop out of school for it? drop out of school for it yeah. uh i don't think so why not just because the fact like i just come from the family where i just need a background i need something to fall back on mm-hmm. i need i need something to fall back on man so. but do you think that holds you back <laughs> i mean in a sense because like when you think about it if i do go on college campus i'm not gonna be playing the drums as often you know but um I just view it as like you know like I just gotta get what I gotta get done like I, I think I want to like even do a uh, music I want to study music as you know a uh, minor a minor yeah mm, okay. so I want to study music as a minor and I feel like that just build me up and uh, also another thing I'm trying to do is starting to read music for the drums because like what I've been able to do you don't read I don't read but like you know what's crazy I've gone very far without reading um like uh like for band this year like I I'm, I did band in my school. And it'll be songs that, like, you know, like, they'll give me the sheet music, but then I'll just play how I, how I see the song or how I feel it, you know, mm-hmm. like, from inside. And he'll be like, man, that's crazy. That's, 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 you know, that's even better than what's even on the paper because it'll, it'll blend in with the music, like, perfectly. So, like, you know, it's like, for me, like, the thing, like, I don't really like, a, like about the reading thing is because you're not playing from your heart. You're not playing what you have inside. And like you're just playing what's on the paper, so that's what's the difference is like you know like when you see most black musicians, they don't read. Most black musicians don't really read. They play what's in here or how they hear the song. As to where whites will or, or like more American people would just you know just read what's on the paper. So you know, it's different like you know to all each its own like you know 
I feel like, you know, just having this in here, your heart, is like where better. The music comes yeah, from. where the music comes from, is, I, I feel like it just makes the, the, the music better and sweeter, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, like, you know, I, I do want to still learn how to read, though, because, you know, it's just going to be open, bigger avenues for me. So, like, I won't have, like, you know, I'm, I won't be lacking anything, you know? Okay. Yeah. Alright y'all, that's my time Thank y'all for listening Thank you, thank you for real Like, share it out, let other people know about this Try to make this something big Alright y'all, thank you Yeah. Deuces